Okay, welcome back to Action Action, episode 101. This week we watched John Wick, chapter 3, Parabellum. We sure did. Hey guys. Oh, fuck you, Dustin. God damn it, you stepped on my shit. <laughs> Again. I was trying to figure things out. Anyway, um, yeah, um, I'm John. James. <laughs> the interrupter, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, pretty good. All right. Before we get into this uh, this movie, where uh, <laughs> where uh, we have a lot to talk about in this film, I think. Uh, for anything sure. you guys want to talk about? Hits and misses before we go. What, what we watched, right? Mm-hmm. I want some misses. We had any misses some, lately? What some misses? Uh, Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> so James, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Did you watch Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah, uh, three times. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a straight banger. <laughs> uh, not so much. I mean, it was all right. You know, I guess. I assume you watched it three times because you have children. Yes. My kids watched that movie yeah. this week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, based on uh, the recommendation from James's kids. Yeah. It fucking sucks. So do your kids <laughs> like it? Because my kids love it. Yeah, my kids liked it. Um, that movie is an hour and like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It's an hour too long. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Dick Van Dyke. He's in it. He- Dick Van Dyke is in it. Uh, no, not Dick Van Dyke. Um, the fucking Hamilton. Oh yeah. Um, fuck. Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. And there you go. Um, I like that guy. Hmm. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking he it, it no. I don't know if I like him because the only thing I've ever think I've seen him in is like an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, which he was. He's pretty funny in that. Uh, no, it uh, no, not a fan, not a fan. <clears throat> don't watch it. So you guys are saying do not watch. Uh, no, but in having to watch it three times, it kind of to appreciate. <laughs> no, it, it kind of got me excited that you know Christmas is not that far away, oh. and then I get to watch Jingle All the Way like so many times. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> After watching it three times, it made me realize that eventually we're all going to die. <laughs> well, this is true, but but before no. that, you're going to get to watch Jingle All the Way. Yeah, because I know John's kids love that movie. Yeah, um, my kids do love that movie, thanks to you guys. Don't blame me. Thanks to James. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Fucking, what's Zoomer? <laughs> Zoomer? What's the, ba- what's the stupid sidekick's name that no one likes? Booster. Booster. Nobody likes you, Booster. God. Fucking jingle all the way. Yeah. Classic stuff. Anyways, what'd you watch? Uh, let's see. I watched a couple of old Peter Fonda movies because he passed recently. So I watched a movie called Dirty Mary Crazy Larry with him. Yeah. That's like a, another kind of like 70s car racing type movie. <clears throat> <laughs> that was a strange affirmation. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. It, w- it wasn't amazing, but it, it's got some good car chase shit in it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a Western that he directed and starred in called The Hired Hand, which was actually really cool with uh, with our buddy, um, shit, what's his name? God damn it. Dick Pearson. It's happening all the time lately. Dick Pearson. Walton Goggins. Mark. <laughs> yeah, Walton Goggins. That's yeah. who I actually wanted to say. Warren Oates is who I'm thinking of from, uh, from The Wild Bunch. Oh, fuck yeah, man. So, well, yeah, Warren Oates is in it, too. Uh, yeah, The Hired Hand, actually, really, really good. Kind of a slow pace. Western, actually, more of a character thing, but really well done. That reminds me that everybody should stop listening to this podcast right now. 
Don't ever watch, listen to this <laughs> just, podcast. Just, just turn it don't, off. <laughs> don't ever listen to this podcast again and just go watch The Wild Bunch. <laughs> Trust me, your life will be... Your life will be advising the listeners yeah. to stop. Just quit. Never listen to it again. Your life will be better. Yeah. Honestly, you're, you okay. could keep listening to it and also watch The Wild Bunch. You could, but your life will be better if you just watch The Wild Bunch. We're trying to get more listeners. <laughs> John's no, like, you're, you're, you're trying to get more listeners. I'm actively trying to get people to watch The Wild Bunch. Right, right. right. And, you know, you, they could listen to our episode on The Wild Bunch after watching the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's what we're supposed to do, right? That's that's how you promo it. Right there. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, that we do these, like, way out as much as we can. Because... We, right. you know, shit, it's hard to do on a weekly basis. So I'm going to say a thing that you should watch is The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's your, oh, I, you know, I did have a don't watch. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Dark Phoenix, <laughs> the latest X-Men movie. Oh, really? I watched it. It wasn't really on my list, but yeah. good I mean, to know. I mean, it's not as bad as it's made out to be, I don't think. Oh, okay. It's like it, people took a giant shit on it. But you know it is also not not good. <laughs> so right, it's a, sort of a sad way for that franchise to die, fizzle out after all those years of of mostly highs. I'd say some mm-hmm. lows, but mostly highs. Mm-hmm. Although I would say that the last one was better than the the previous installment, the Apocalypse one, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, but, that was not very good. Yeah, so they took a crack at that Dark Phoenix story twice and and <clears throat> failed both times. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> Let's go for time number three now that yeah. Marvel has... A, has yeah, a exactly. But maybe wait like 10, 15 years. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. Another thing I did watch that I did like was a documentary called Hail Satan. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. You watched it. Yeah. It was pretty fun. It's not like going to blow the lid off anything as a documentary, but mm-hmm. it's just a fun thing to watch uh, people antagonizing. <laughs> Religious people. <laughs> it's about the this group called the the Satanic Temple. Yeah, they kind of uh, suck. Well, they, they they've, they've li- got a lot of good ideas, but they're also they're also kind of like are they which are fucking libertarian ways. fucks? I don't know if they're libertarians. They're uh, they're definitely like atheists who are using the idea of the Satanism to combat. Um, people interfering with religiously in American government. So, like, there's these oh, okay. states that want to erect Ten Commandments monuments on the on the property of like their courthouses or whatever. And then then this group comes in and it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna have that, then you also have to have a Baphomet statue of a demon for them to represent <laughs> our religious because because it's supposed to be religious pluralism uh, yeah. in America, right? But yeah. they're only upholding these Christian. Groups or whatever. I'm so for that. It's their, I, on, it's their ongoing fight. I'm all for that, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like a Baphomet statue. I would like one in my front yard if I could have one. <laughs> you can. Oh, you that, can. You can have one. I don't one. have the money for one. <laughs> uh, it's fun watching their battles, especially with this one guy, Senator Jason Rappert or Rapert. Yeah. He seems like a Rappert, real fucking Rapert. piece of shit. So. He seems like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my recommendation is um, another show that's going to be over by the time this comes out, which is The Righteous Gemstones, season one. It's fucking so good. I'm behind one episode now. I got to get it. Yeah, me too. You need to watch the latest episode. Um, yeah. So there's an episode called Interlude that just aired 
weeks and weeks ago at this point, um, where they go back in time to 1989, and it's a young Jesse, Judy, baby Billy Lee, uh, and they learn that Amy Lee is uh, pregnant, and Amy Lee is played by uh, Jennifer Nettles, who is a country western singer, oh, yeah. and she's so fucking awesome. <laughs> like, she's not only just good at like. I looked her up like she's barely been in anything as an actress yeah, but like yeah. as a singer like just completely blew me away she sings she sings a song uh, like a duet thing with Walton Goggins yeah and as soon as she starts singing it was like I don't know I I was like holy shit it was like a, <laughs> like a complete holy shit moment <laughs> where I'm like I can't believe I am not listening to this person and it's like true like I don't know what you what kind of country music you call this. Like I've never been a big. I, I like my old country music, but like I'm not like a aficionado. Yeah, you like old stuff. Yeah, like old Toby stuff. Keith and yeah. Garth Brooks. Yeah, like the real <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> Travis Trish. Actually, I do like Garth Brooks a little bit. You whoa, hey whoa. hey 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 hey. Revelation. We, all have we, all, we all have friends in low places. Okay. <laughs> um, Toby Keith. Huge Toby Keith head. He, I mean, oh my god. Feeding his restaurant so many times. I fly. I fly to his restaurant. Yeah. Eat there. Fly <laughs> right. back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big Toby Keith head. Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> uh, save a horse. Ride a cowboy. Alan Jackson. Whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> so righteous gemstones. Watch righteous gemstones, but watch it as specifically for Jennifer Nettles. It it's it's amazing. I've never heard her sing and. Uh, What's your not recommend? You said you wanted not recommends. No, I wanted you guys to give not recommends. Oh, I see. Say, do as I say. Uh, my not recommend is, uh, you know, I don't want this. There's this show that's coming back, and I don't want it to get another season. Um, it's called The Good Place. Don't watch it. <laughs> Let's not give it another season, guys. It's not getting another season. Shut the fuck <laughs> This is the last season. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. It's my, fa- it's my favorite show on TV right now. All right, fuck you. Can you play the John Wick trailer? Go. You have no idea what's coming. Mr. Wick broke the rules. I trust you understand the repercussions if he survives. John Wick, excommunicado, is now in effect. You shouldn't be here. Good to see you too. I need your help. After this, we are less than even. There's no escape for you. The high table wants your life. Would you help set the mood for our new guest? Let us begin. Our services still off limits to me. What do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. You think you can take John Wick? You've got a nasty surprise coming. I've been looking forward to meeting you. For a long time. 
so far? You haven't disappointed. We can keep this up as long as you'd like. But this only ends one way. So John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Uh, this is a so this is a everybody pick. This is one of the ones that we just needed to, to watch. It had to be our most anticipated of 2019, right? On this podcast. Yeah. I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um but James, let why don't you uh, give a rundown of the plot? So John Wick 3. So it's it it's continuation of one and two, obviously, but oh, really? it, it picks up like immediately. immediately. Yeah. yeah. How many days in are we at this point? You think like three, um, four, Pro? maybe four. Wait, you mean for the whole thing? No, yeah. no, no, because it says at the beginning of the second one that like a week has gone by since the first one ended. Oh, so it's like so it's well, maybe, week and a half. Co- maybe a couple weeks. For maybe the whole a couple thing. weeks. Ooh. So John Wick has eaten. <laughs> no, he does not eat. Now with that, Miller bo- go to the bathroom. Now with that body. <laughs> so basically, in this movie, uh, he's excommunicate. Uh, there's a bounty of fourteen million put on his head. The high table wants him dead. Right. Um, everybody's against Wick. Everybody's against him. So he's trying to find his way through. He wants to talk to the high table wherever they are and a bunch of crazy shit happens <laughs> along the way it sure does yeah that's that's <clears throat> pretty much sums it up i mean yeah. these movies are always are pretty like pretty simple story wise yeah then, the fun th- say. i think the fun thing about these movies is that they pick up yeah like there's it's just like okay that ended now this one's going like we're starting right off the bat no no slowdown no yeah. pause the beginning of this, he's running in the rain through the city, <clears throat> already trying to escape the consequences of the end of the second movie. Yeah, he's been excommunicated from... Yeah, excommunicado from yeah. the... Uh, where all the, the fucking suicide... From the old league of assassins yeah, is. where all the old dried up suicide girls go to retire. Right. <laughs> well, they gotta go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's like... Not it's, making that suicide girl money anymore. No, like, there's like... There's like I think that uh, the filmmakers at one point were like, suicide, suicide girls are cool. What would happen if they retired? Yeah. Well, let's watch them grow old in a phone booth. Well, in a, in a phone bank. Well, this like it's movie, the 1930s. You actually see that there's also a guy that works there. There's a suicide guy. Who's the guy from uh, Gotham. He played the Penguin. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That show yeah that existed that, that show um did you guys watch that show i watched i like, watched i watched like the first episode I, was or two. Say, I watched the first like three episodes i was out i pieced out james you watched the whole thing i watched the first season yeah, and then that shit people love that fucking it, show it was all right but i didn't continue after the first season like most things <laughs> anyways i have uh I have a few issues with this movie, and there's a, f- you know, there's a lot to like as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the first like thirty minutes, I feel could just be completely cut out of the movie. First and thirty minutes when he has the knife fight and all that shit. Yeah, no, the, horse, the horse riding. That's not in the the knife fight comes 
17 minutes in I clocked it last night <laughs> did you okay <laughs> other than the, the knife, knife fight, fight is 17 minutes in yeah oh yeah yeah oh if you're already at the knife fight though the knife fight is awesome it's one of the best it, it's one, one of the best yet. ones yeah, yeah. But, but that means that if you're at the knife fight that means you've already gone past the library fight which mm-hmm. I really liked a lot. Right, with the giant, the uh, NBA guy, Ernest, played yeah. by Boba. Oh, is he an NBA guy? Marginal. Yeah, he's an NBA player. I love that scene. I thought that scene was so much fun. Yeah, that's fun. I also like the idea that, like, in, in that scene, they um, it was showed a character breaking the rules. Right, that where, guy was like, no one's going to know the difference if I yeah, attack. Where, he still had a few minutes left. Everybody his... follows the rules, right? And you're like, how come no one breaks the rules and like this guy's like no it's like fucking no one's gonna know and I thought that, that fight scene was f- so much fun like his arms move like a spider he's a, he's a lanky fucker well I mean people break the rules even in the first one I think they break the rules she gets punished though by outside forces yeah that's true uh, it's kind of a little bit inconsistent in that because Ernest the, the huge guy when he's fighting John Wick in that scene, he says, oh, you know, who's going to know the difference if I attack you five minutes early or not? Yeah. But then in the next scene, when Wick goes to get patched up by the doctor, played by Randall Duke Kim, who was uh, the key maker in the Matrix movies, he is like, oh, they're going to know if I help you past, like, even one second past the, right. the clock. He stops, like, sewing him up. And he's like, oh, they're going to know I gave you the medicine, so you got to shoot me to make it look like, you know, you stole it or whatever. Right. And so, which is funny because that scene actually bothers me. The shooting scene? Yeah. Because um, the idea that John Wick would shoot someone without killing them. <laughs> well, he's doing it on purpose to, to protect the guy. Yeah. No, no, no. You're missing one of my point. My I point am, is, am, is, yeah. is, the, is the fact that, like... That someone would see that he got shot. Oh, I see. And be like, oh, Wick missed. Wick missed. That, that would never happen. That would never happen. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. It is a fun scene, but though. Then somebody... the, just because he's like, yeah, I need you to shoot me, like, right by my rib. And he's just like, bang, shoots him. And he's like, yeah. okay, but here, but don't, like, hit the... And he's just like, bang, shoots him. Like, somebody, yeah. somebody pointed out that, that the idea that when they sh- uh, he was shot, though, it was the... He was shot to force him the doctor to tell him where the medicine was mm-hmm. right not, not to, to, not kill, to kill him, him. Right. right but like also the idea that he fought the guy in the in the library and then got to the doctor and then got mended yeah. in 10 minutes yeah i mean and that's what sure there's tons who, of shit you I, can you can bring and, up like that in the and end. that's the thing is i don't fucking care yeah. About who gives a shit? Any of that shit in these movies, yeah. I don't care. Like it, it all goes pretty much out the window. Like yeah. I love this movie. I think it's balanced by the fact that the fighting feels so much more authentic than most action movies, right? So yeah, okay, all this shit is not realistic, and especially that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, there's a ticking clock, and we, who's really counting down here? But. But then you, it still feels more realistic to you than most action movies because Keanu's doing most of the stunts. This stuff is like practically being done on screen. It's not a bunch of CG shit. So then there's quite it a makes bit up of CG. There's quite a bit of CG stuff. Well, in there it. is, but not compared to other movies like of this type. All the blood and stuff is ta- CG. Yeah, 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 but we're not squibs. Okay, we're not talking about CG in that sense. I think. I, is, well, I know about, we're talking about fight scenes. There is they use CG to supplement things, no doubt. Right. I just mean compared to modern 
almost every modern action movie. This is we're watching. He's Stahelski is just shooting the action like you can see the whole fight you can see what's happening it's we're not not doing fast cuts we're not doing like some paul, paul greengrass bullshit yeah. where you can't tell what's happening mm-hmm. you're not like swimming around like you're not like the camera isn't doing 360s right. continuous no, it's not tony like, scott yeah whatever yeah like the idea that these what what seem like in modern action films like long takes almost right of of continuous action um they're not but they're but they feel like they, they are. feel like they are which which I, I i i don't know i really appreciate i really like it, it makes it more visceral it makes it more real mm. um i think it really shines through in this film it, for me more so than in the last one even like i think that this movie really like kicks things up i'm not saying this is better than the first film but to me this is like, this movie just goes, and it it it, it doesn't stop. I I feel <clears throat> with this one, though, that, like there's multiple scenes that serve no purpose other than, okay, let's get him on a horse with some motorcycles chasing him. Let's get him doing like. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> it, but like, there's no purpose to any of it other than to get him on a horse. Sure. But I mean that doesn't bother me. I I want to see like I mean these movies are almost, you know, an excuse to deliver set pieces, right? I know, but like okay, they go into the stable and then he uses the horses to kick those people to death basically. I would have been cool with that if they had kept like, it at just the one, but then he does it again like yeah, a he second does it time, again, <laughs> which seems unlikely. Uh I don't know. It's just I guess that is like the knife fight is one of the best fight yeah. scenes yet in these movies. But that to me is like what John Wick is. Like the knife fight or in the first one when he's in that nightclub or the second one when they're at that rave, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like him on like one-to-one combat. Yeah. Right. So you don't like the horse? You don't like the horse stuff? No, I don't like the horse stuff. I like the horse stuff. I if I like the opportunity to see him make these guys wipe out and shit. So I think that there is this thing that's going to happen in these movies where they're going to have to um, do something different, right? Oh, yeah. They've like, got to invent new, yeah, new ways to deliver like, the action. I started a list in this movie when I was watching this where it was like things John Wick does or uses to kill someone. Right, and it's like book, right? Book, knife, pen, gun, pencil. Yeah. horse, yeah, right, rope. Like it, it, it you have the ancient pistol that he assembles the different parts uh, I, well, <laughs> for the one bullet. I want so to get shoot that one guy, which is so funny. That is, like, and I think that there's like this when it gets to that. We'll get in a second, but um, it it it, it does like up the ante a lot right it is more like we are entering into comic book slash video game Mm. equals movie which is like i think that if if this was a comic book or a video game it would be the greatest comic book video (laughs) game movie possibly ever made like in in a lot of ways like Mm. and it is it's just it's going in the reverse order it's going from movie to comic book instead of comic book to movie. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I think they found really cool ways to be creative with the action in this and keep it fresh in that regard. My issues with this this particular installment are actually storyline related. So in the I actually really appreciated the world building in the second movie, the way that it built on the little like we they didn't open it up very much in the first movie. We just saw these little bits. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie I really liked how they expanded that stuff. But in this movie, I didn't really like how they expanded that stuff further. Uh, the, all this stuff where he goes it, out into the desert and to meet the elder guy. Yeah, it's the high table. pointless. I it's, hated it's, it. It's not only pointless, it's just dumb. <laughs> it's just like, oh, just wander out in the desert and then when you can't walk anymore, you'll, they'll find you. It, <laughs> is, it, is, it just, is it trying to reach too far out of what basically... John Wick, like the first John Wick is all about, right? It's, it's him taking down like a whole mafia, mm-hmm. like one person army. And now you're going into, uh, it just, I, I it just know. took it to places that I didn't, it was like directions that I didn't care for that. I was like, Oh, I, you had me all excited about where you were going with this stuff. And now I feel less excited about it. Like I, this stuff. So- well, especially since the scene before that was pretty awesome with the right, dogs with Halle Berry and, Halle, and her yeah. dogs yeah yeah so I think that the I'll, I'll play devil's advocate in this episode <laughs> as well um, I think a lot of this is episode two um, fatigue uh, I think that um, instead of episode you know instead of the second movie of a trilogy being like the kind of filler of like stuff you know mm-hmm. that bridge the bridge right uh, I think this movie does a lot of that heavy lifting um, to create this world. I think that what you have is it's not a I'm kind of just like making this up as I go, but I think we have a TV show coming out. We have more movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what this movie does is it's it's laying the groundwork for an entire mythology. All of so this stuff. it's like a Iron Man two situation. <laughs> yeah, or like a or like a like Lord of the Rings two. Like it's it's like. Well, that was more of a whole thing because they shot all those at once, and it was like they knew exactly where they were going. I'm just saying it's more of a. It was Iron Man two had to insert all this stuff to help build up what was going to be the Marvel universe. So this Possibly. movie, you think, feels like that, where they're trying to add in, in some more ways, stuff that's going to be pay off in the future. I think that, like, so I think the action set pieces, I think the those sequence, like everything involving the action um, and the major set pieces, mm-hmm. works. Yeah, for sure. I think that there are. I fucking hate the desert scene. I think it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in any movie. <laughs> well, then he goes and he has to, and he goes to the guy. He appeals to him like. Uh, you know, let me back in, kind of thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we will. You got to chop off your finger, which he does. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go back and kill Winston, uh, Ian McShane's character. Right. And then you're back in. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. He so desperately wants to be back in. All right, cool. Goes all the way back. And then he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, he doesn't want I, I kind of figured that, though. Because no, you had to figure he was going to do that. But you, you believe that. John Wick is already thinking ahead. of ways to get out. Yeah, that's fine, but then it just makes that whole point he seem no, pointless. No, because you're—he doesn't want to be back in. He wants to just live. 
Yeah. So he all he wants to do his entire goal is is not to be back in. It's just to survive. Yeah, that's be, it, to be back in in that they're not going to murder him because right now everyone in the world is going is trying to kill him. Yeah. All he wants to do is he wants to survive so he can Which remem- is fine, but it makes that whole portion of the movie worthless. No, cuz he's a waste of time. He just wants to remember his wife. Great. Okay. But <laughs> but you're but but he he reconciles with that in a later scene when he talks to Ian McShane. I know, but you don't get what I'm saying about how it makes that whole portion of the movie seem like a pointless diversion. It, I hate that scene. I hate it. I think it's fucking stupid. But, like, it makes sense in a stupid way <laughs> for what, what they're trying to do, right? It's why he doesn't kill Ian McShane. Like why he's just I never expected him to kill Ian McShane. No, but why he's just trying to do what he has to do to survive, to buy himself some time. I mean, like, if you like like I'm play complete devil's advocate on this, right? He's just trying to buy himself some time so he can recuperate. Right. So I'm, he, I'm he, just he saying back you don't you don't need to play devil's advocate why, for it. It's a he, it's a poorly constructed part of the movie. It is. My, my but opinion. I'm saying like he it's just something to get him some time so he can like get back in and also I think the main focus of this film is to build that world yeah and and for me those that unfortunately makes this in my opinion this is the weakest wick film in my opinion I know a lot of people prefer this one to the second one but I really liked this the world building they prefer it because it's better (laughs) well I'm I'm saying no but the sure anyone could say whatever but that stuff in the second movie was tantalizing, and in this movie, it's like, oh, that's where we went with this. Yeah, they barely world built in the second movie. No, they did lots of stuff. Not compared to this movie. Yeah, yeah but that was it was done well in the second movie, where it was like you wanted to see that's more. That's because it it was it was a gradual building. This movie, I, I in think, the second one, where and this what, one is like, we're gonna throw a whole bunch of yeah, shit at you, tons of it. But we also have a TV show coming off of this movie. Right, which and, is a great place to world and, build. That doesn't make and it, another, the movie good. And another movie. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But but I don't think the world building makes this movie bad in any uh, no, way. I don't think it makes it bad. But I, I just think, think it drags it down a little bit for me. A I, little. I still like this movie a lot, and I'd say any action movie fan should definitely watch the movie. Yeah. You're going to have a good time watching it. I'm just saying there's a few things about it that didn't work as well for me as I just ones. Watching this movie... Like, I went back and watched the action scenes in the first movie. Oh, yeah. And doing that, I just felt like watching this makes me just want like, want to watch the first one. Because yeah. the first one is just so good. And I don't know what it is about this one. I don't know if it's just I felt like it, it dragged on too long or the world building or yeah, what. There are some like, parts that drag in it, this movie. It's just... There are good action sequences, but I guess because it's the third one, maybe I'm like almost you're, you're looking. Wick, you're wicked out a little bit. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm like looking to like mm. pick it apart a little bit. I don't really know. It's mm. just for some reason this one didn't land for you as much. Not as much. Mm. But that being said i'm still excited for the fourth one yeah i still really liked it i still i'm super stoked that it did so well at the box office i think it was number six of the summer box office oh really which is crazy considering you know all these huge franchises and stuff that we get in the summer 
Yeah. So that's all exciting. And, you know, I'm still excited to watch the next movie and everything. Um, but yeah, there was just little things about this one that, that I didn't care for, but still, still good. Uh, let's talk about zero though, because he's fucking awesome. Mark DeCascus. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty awesome. He is so fucking great in this. James, who did you say he's, he talks like? He's, uh, I don't know the name of the, the character or the actor, but the guy from, um, Brooklyn nine, nine. Uh, which guy? Uh, oh, uh, Joel Latriglia? Oh, like um, Andy Samberg's little buddy guy? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't he think sounds a lot like him, like how he talks. Oh, really? I'd have to go back and think about that and listen to him. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you like his delivery, though? Yeah, because it comes from more of a, like, comical relief. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he's a total badass, like, ninja, but then he's just, like... But he's, like, a super fan. Yeah, he's, like, a fan of John Wick. Just, their interactions are so funny. And then when, like, the adjudicator tells him, uh, yeah, you're gonna have, like, a full SWAT team come in to support you. And he's, like, cool. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, shit like that. It cracks me up. Yeah, that well, adjudicator, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. At all. Uh, Asia, Asia Kate Dillon. Yeah, I think that you're seeing some flaws. Sorry, I think you're seeing some flaws in um, in the world building in that sense. When you're seeing the adjudicator, when you're seeing the uh, the fucking whatever the fuck the suicide girl thing is. Where it's oh yeah, just, you complained about the well the, the suicide girl thing the, is the whatever thing. to, it's me. Just, uh, to yeah, me. that's nothing like this. It's not nothing. I'm not. I'm not saying it's like a thing. I'm just saying it's like it's. It's a limitation on it. Like, the more you're gonna, see, the more you're gonna see that, the more you're gonna be like, this is completely one dimensional, and 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 you're gonna think about it more. You're gonna be think about it. Like, you're gonna like, be forced to think about how it all about works. How like, yeah, exactly. You're gonna be forced to be like, so all of these people who have similar piercings and tattoos all just happen to work in the same place. Well, I don't think... I think you're supposed to think more like they're sort of part of a kind of a club. Like, if you were in a biker gang, you'd all have these, like, tattoos or patches yeah. on your vest. Yeah. Kind of except, yeah. Except for I don't think that they, they do that. Like, they... If you were talking about world-building problems, that's part of the problem, right? I get what you're saying about being forced to think about certain aspects. The, you should not be... Like, the, if you don't... If you want the world to work mm -hmm. without, you know, creating an incredible foundation, don't force people to think about things too much. And yeah. I think that in this movie, if you're going to talk about a fault, I wouldn't talk about some of the stuff that you guys have said. I would say the the, the mechanics of it. The mechanics see, are what falls apart I, to me. I, I see that differently because that stuff, like, those are very small details to me. And... I get what you're saying, but like, that's something I can totally just be like, okay, I'm moving on to the next thing and not really care about it. Well, um, it's, it's more the problem of like the high table and so yeah, this high the, table, the stuff. high table, I guess the guys in the desert and the judicator <laughs> just lives out in the middle of the desert in a tent. Like in the second one, John Wick goes to, uh, where does he go? What's the, does he go to Italy? He goes to like or, Rome or something. Or yeah. 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 And there's another hotel there. Right. And, and in this so, one, we see a hotel in Morocco. Exactly. Right? So 
I like that world building in right. the sense, okay, there's these different areas I get throughout it. Each the world. Each major city has yeah, its own. Totally. What, were they in Morocco? Yeah, they go to Ca- he goes oh. to Casablanca. Yeah. Is Casa is Morocco in Casablanca? Other way around. Casablanca is in Morocco. Oh, okay. I was like they're in Casablanca and I was like I I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, so they and he goes to one of the hotels there. Yeah, so run by the dude from Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah. But the whole high table thing, I don't quite get it because yeah, the whole desert, the judicator. Like, where does the judicator come right. from? Who's she taking orders from? This she, high well, table, and the elder is above she, the she's table. Taking, no, there's the high table, and that's it. No, the elder guy is above the high table. He's the, the boss elder, of the, the high el- table. Okay, you said elder. I think you said elders. Yeah, the there's elder. Elder. There's yeah. one guy. The elder. A- <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the elder. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking misheard you. I thought you said elders. Um, there's one guy. So it, what it sounds like is that there's one guy and then underneath him is the high table. Right. And then underneath the high table is all of the hotel hotels. Management. Yeah. Management. Management. Once again, I'm going to say this. We're getting caught up in the mythology of the movie. Well, because the movie throws a lot of it out there, this one. Yeah, a lot. Uh, there's, you know, we see a lot more different corners of that stuff in this movie. We've got like the ru- the whole Russian aspect with the ballet. We've right. got these sushi ninjas. <laughs> so we're just seeing more stuff. So there's more of that to to discuss. That's that seems like a messed up place. The Russian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a cool scene. Not Russians though. When that girl is doing the ballet and then it shows her like picking her own toenail off because yeah. it's cracked or whatever. Yeah, it's that's by, pretty gnarly. Yeah, we saw that same shit though in fucking uh, Black Swan. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, like, I think that's just actually ballerinas. Yeah, no, but, but it's it, a cool little thing to show because it's showing like this is a discipline as tough as like the judo oh, that they course, do or yeah. whatever. But it's also showing like these people are all like prisoners. No, right? exactly. so? I, I agree yeah. with James. Yeah. They're, they're like prisoners to um, I forget her name in the movie. Yeah, um, sorry, she is the director. Angelica Houston. Yeah, I think James is completely right. It's like all of these people that are in this world, like this, they they built a world where everybody with, I don't want to say talent, but like anybody of, as anybody has a a master, and they're all a part of something. So like, I I think that if you like were to build this world out, it would be like, you know high-end business people are a part of like something like people who are anybody everybody's a, everybody owes somebody something and like it's because well, they kind of allude to like john wick like that that's, that's where kind he, of he where came he from came there. from and yeah. he got out right but then he's basically saying i'll come back i'll go back in if you get me to you know where I want to go. And I'm not saying I'll come back in because she's like, you can't ever come back here now. Well, you're, you're, we're done. Like he, tr- he once he you this, punch this ticket, though. Yeah, they're like, there's no going back. So what is? Well, she's just saying you're. N- this is our last. Con- we're not going to have anything more to do with each other after this. He's had, he's used this ticket because they owe him something. He uses it to go to Casablanca so that he can. Oh, so meet that's what it's Sophia. not. It's not that like he now has to owe them something. No, no, they're they're oh. like they're like they're, they're even done, now. Don't ever talk to us again. I see. 
Um, and then they're in trouble for helping him, right? The turn, like the adjudicator. Yeah. Comes and what they stab her through the hands. Same with Morpheus. Yeah, Bower, the Bowery King. He seven strikes, seven yeah. cuts. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's great in this. Lawrence Fishburne. He gets to do a little bit more than he did in the in the second movie. Well, he's gonna have way more of a role, I think, in, in the, the fourth. One, movie. Yeah, yeah. For the, they set that up for sure. And he's got his underling, the TikTok man. TikTok. So Mr. I don't. Wick. So I don't think this should. This is what I think. The best thing for this franchise would be is if they don't do a sequel to this movie next. If they do a prequel. Oh, really? I think the best thing they could do is they should take us out of this world and put us back into pre-John Wick 1. Hmm. Find out some stuff that happened before that. Give us a break. From this timeline, that would be smart, I think. And then put it, and then, and do that, and then bring us back. That's not a bad idea. I, I doubt they'll do it, but it's not a bad idea. I think that 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 what what we're gonna suffer from, uh, and what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of fatigue, right? Like, because well, so, I'm already feeling it with this one. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah, I, I felt it a little bit. So I, what what they should do is they should do a a, a pre John Wick. It should be less. Um, it should be more practical, more like more grounded, more grounded, less flashy and more like, um, I say like so much more, uh, like, like sniping and shooting and like everything doesn't look as flashy, like a little dirtier, a little grittier, almost like they cut the budget in half and they're like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fucking amazing. That's a cool idea. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it'll happen. I know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I think that would be the best thing that they could do. And I, I, I think that would like really bring people back and then be ready for the next one. Which right. like, because there's going to be a TV show, which is going to be like separate from the movies. Just about the hotel, right? About the hotel, the Continental. Yeah. From what I understand. And then, you know, a year or two from now, then give us the next John Wick which is propelling us for, like, into the future. And then we'll be ready for it again. But like, give us that gritty, dirty, right. like 1990s, like early 2000s or whatever. Uh, what did you, you were saying you didn't like the adjudicator character. What about, what James. about that didn't work for you? Yeah. I just didn't really buy her as a strong authority in like I didn't find her threatening not, not her, in any not to way. Be that her haircut didn't do it for you. Not to be that asshole, no. but it's they actually. What? Asia K. Dillon is non-binary. <laughs> Sorry. We don't know that. I'm just telling you. Oh. How the fuck would we? How how would we know I'm, that? Though? I'm telling you so that you. <laughs> I feel. I felt like you adjust. were. It felt what? like you were saving that up. <laughs> I'm telling you so that you don't. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Um. Like I can. I totally buy Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's really great in this. Right. So I just think the casting decision was maybe not the best. Yeah. She's didn't it it they, sorry, they came across as uh tough but kind of inconsequential. Like she they weren't very uh, I didn't really buy it. It felt like f so forced. It was a weird sort of role. Like um 
Uh, the idea of the of the role it makes sense to me why they'd want to have this character in the movie. But yeah, there's something about it that doesn't quite work, but I can't really put my finger on what it is. It might be that they aren't a great actress, actor. Mm. Well, act, act, uh, they're, they're pretty act good in they. They're pretty act good they. in Billions, which uh, they have a big role in that movie. But uh, yeah, didn't really pull it off. Or sorry, that show I should say, but didn't really seem like. I don't know. Yeah, there's something I just can't figure out about why it didn't work for me in this movie. They may not be that good. Yeah, well, like I just said, I think they are good in other things I've seen them in. Not in this. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they are lacking. Well, so what would give that character the overwhelming authority or that you would feel threatened in any way? Would they have to be... A different, a different s- actor? No, not just that, but like... Like skill wise, like if you if you need to feel threatened, other than the fact right. that you have the high table behind you, there needs to be something imposing about them. Yeah, about the way they are. You just walk up and then have someone cut you. I think it has or to something. do something like it's kind of maybe if they also displayed like some martial prowess, like they yeah. they had some fighting skills as well, and they, and they demonstrated that at yeah. some point. That's yeah. not necessarily true though, because I think we've seen this in other films, and I'm sorry I can't think of one off the top of my head where we've seen um, characters of incredible power that absolutely lack any skill but what they do is they have the force of like something behind them you know what i mean they're menacing by yeah you could be menacing without that i think that that they just don't portray it that well and i don't think it's as bad as what james is saying i just i think that it's (laughs) they just aren't that great of an actor I, I, in this role, like maybe it's not written for them. Like it, it's just, it's not that, it's not that impressive. Doesn't, not menacing enough. Yeah. No. Uh, like you're never afraid of them. Like, right. I, I don't, I think, I think if they did display like a fighting ability too, then that would have been cool. Especially if it was like, they didn't show it at first and you were just like, Oh, they just have the power of the, table behind them but then you saw all sudden they were also lethal in some way but you're also right like there is ways to play it as just being sorry john yeah there's a way to play it menacing and come across without having necessarily to do yeah it just what it probably is just wasn't acted very well that's all yeah might have just not been the right person i'm not gonna shit on them it could have been the fucking you know, script or whatever, right? Like, but I, the, the, the script seems more intent on writing for peripheral characters than it does on, on, um, for John Wick. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like a kind of a weird thing for it to not consider them, um, and, and expect them to pull it off. I, I think she, they just don't pull it off. Um, yeah. But let's uh, let's talk about the actual action sequences in this movie because there are a fucking boatload. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish we haven't really gotten into. I mean, they're all pretty awesome. I I do think the knife fight 
is such a high point right at the beginning of the movie, and I don't necessarily think they ever match that again, unfortunately. However, all the other stuff is still pretty yeah, fucking awesome. I would have to agree. I would say the knife fight is probably the best fight. Yeah, so we're talking about a scene in which uh, John Wick is uh, it's at the very beginning of the, the time running out on his life. Uh, so he's already had the fight in the in the library mm-hmm. um, where he kills that guy with that book, um, which is reminiscent, I believe, of uh, um, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Matt Damon. Oh, Born Identity. Born Identity. Doesn't he kill a guy with a book? Uh, I can't specifically I remember does. that, but it sounds like something he would yeah. do. <laughs> uh, anyway, when he uh, when he beats that guy with that book. And he breaks his jaw. Oh man! Yeah, or does he break and his neck he, at the he, end? He breaks. So he 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 puts the book in his mouth, and then he he smacks it a bunch of times, and then he turns the book to break his jaw. Right. And then he takes the guy and he puts uh, there's a table, and he puts the book up like standing. standing up. Puts his neck on it and then breaks Club, his neck, like clobbers him over the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like just after that, so we're like we're like fifteen twenty minutes into him mm-hmm. being up for grabs, he ends up in this knife store. But before we get to the knife, it's like fight, a knife museum or something. I want to talk about the fact that he puts together a gun. Yeah, of he, several other all guns. these old revolvers, so like all six little, shooters, and he takes them all and he he. Picks and chooses the pieces he wants. He find, he's found a bullet, but it won't fit into the gun that he chose. So then he's like dismantling all these pistols and putting the parts back together. It's a, it's actually like a scene from um, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, where the ugly character, Tuco, he assembles a pistol like this and he listens to it like that. He, oh, yeah. The, the clicks, the of, clicks. The, of the cylinder and stuff. So that's all funny, though, because all he like, takes all bullet. that time yeah, to get it ready. And then as soon as he gets it ready, the guy comes in the door, shoots that guy. All right, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that what this movie does is it, it leans more into this, like, it's allowed to do more humor and more. There's, there's, there's a lot of more fun in this movie, I think, in some ways. Well, this scene is very much a gritty scene in the sense that, like, all the glass is breaking and you're like right there. People getting knives hucked into them left and right. And, and it all takes place really just in that small yeah. little small hallway. hallway. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. It's as good as anything in any of the Wake movies for yeah. fights. This is one of the, I think, one of the all-time cl- best uh, f- fight sequences we're going we're gonna to see in any movie we've ever done. Like I think this, uh, I think this December we're going to do our favorite fight scenes of the year <laughs> i have a i have a i have a feeling this is gonna claw top, its way top of the pops claw, claw its way into the top yeah <laughs> might not even be close <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty amazing um and i think that's what's so fun and funny about this movie where like it it's playful in the sense of like he he builds that gun to shoot one guy yeah yeah and then runs <clears throat> And then he, all of a sudden, he finds himself in a knife store. Is it a store or yeah. a museum? It's supposed I think to be it's a like store, a museum, or something. I think I've, it's the whole. That whole thing is the same building, right? Because he's yeah, got the, the, the guns same. are in a yeah. case, and then there's all these cabinets of knives. I've heard it re- referred to as a store in other podcasts. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, that part's great. And then 
what's and then we get the horse stuff which you didn't care for eh? no i liked it i did think they shouldn't have done more than one horse killing the guy with the kick right i i agree i I guess when he's on the horse and those two motorcycles are chasing him, I, I'm i a little confused why the first motorcycle is just trying to grab him off the horse. Right, yeah. What, I don't know what the purpose of that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't make much sense. Right, but like you would think you would try and shoot it's him. It's an or excuse something. for John Wick to kill guys on motorcycles. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and this is kind of a problem... Um, that I've seen, I've watched some videos of like uh, stunt people explaining uh, scenes, mm. and uh, I think it's called Corridor Crew. Have you guys ever seen these YouTube videos? No. They do a lot of um, uh, like fucking special effects shit. Right, that's what oh, they okay. do. So, um, they, but they have a thing called Stunt Men Explain Things, and they've gone through some like uh, fight scenes and they're like yeah so here's part of the problem and they went through a fight scene in a uh, if I remember correctly it was a Star Wars movie in which um, they were people were fighting each other and there was the, the the bad guys were kind of just like waiting to like jump into the action right right and they're like yeah that's a huge problem like you always want like the bad like the the, the enemies to be like not just standing there mm-hmm. and waiting for their turn to get yeah yeah and there actually is a little bit of that there is this. a bit yeah but the but I, I think that what, what i'm trying to get at is that the more we watch these things mm-hmm. the more we're noticing them yeah and right the, and the more right. we come to expect from it as well yeah right? so like i i think that there's like this like weird balance that we have to have where it's like we have to like we're seeing these things more and I'm watching these things with a different eye now mm-hmm. than I did a year ago. Yeah. Right. Like, I, 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 and like we all are, we're, we're, I feel like our, we're becoming harder on things. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of everything. Like, you know, as we go by and we examine all these things, it's going to, we're going to notice stuff like that. Yeah. More. I think with the Morocco fight, you find that a lot where people are waiting kind of people are waiting like they get hit and then they're kind of waiting for the dog to come get (laughs) them right i think think you're supposed to be like oh they got stunned by the hit and then the dog grabs them or whatever i mean i love all the stuff with the dogs don't get me wrong yeah i just watched the morocco fight again like right before we we did this podcast and the what the the filmmaker does is they cut away very well like, to not show anybody in the background for anywhere where they look stunned or they're waiting. Like, so you forget about them for a second mm-hmm. and then people get attacked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, they actually it's all moving in a way that it's, it's happening so fast that like, you can kind of just jump to the next thing. Right. Yeah. I think it's much smarter. Like this movie is much smarter than it would have been made like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Oh yeah, totally. Where like you would have seen people being like, like somebody gets hit. Like there's like six people around John wick. One of them gets hit. Like, and then they're like, Bleh, and they're like dazed. Yeah, and the other guy's standing behind yeah. him, just there, waiting for him to turn around. And there's actually like very little of that in this movie. 
where there's a person that gets like st- like struck and they're stunned and not attacking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I noticed it a couple times, but it's not like the old days would have been where it would have been, you know, super, super blatant. No, but it's kind of funny that, uh, sure, we're probably noticing it more, but that's why I went back and watched all the fight scenes in the first movie. Yeah. And there's not really standing around as much. Well, one thing is that is different about this one compared to the first two is that there's a lot of stuff where each time he's fighting someone, it's kind of a one-on-one situation in the first two movies. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, there's a lot more, there's a lot more combat or several people attacking him at once scenarios. Right. I mean, even at the fight that the final fight scene, which we didn't even, we haven't even really talked right, about at all. Mirrors and, and glass and stuff. Yeah. Um, he fights those two guys. Yeah, the dudes from the raid. Yeah. Yeah, Shinobi 1 and Shinobi 2. Yeah. Holy fuck, that scene is awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. great. That's, that scene is... That's pretty awesome. That scene is so fucking metal. It's so awesome. Um, when they help him up and, like, you know, they're like, it's an honor to be fighting you, Mr. Wick, and Multiple all that stuff. Multiple times and they help the second, him up. Well, they help him up once, and then the second time he goes to get up and he's, like, kind of slips and they put their hands out for him and he's just like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm fine, like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets up and, like, takes his belt off and, yeah, all that stuff is awesome. Like, that's really great. Uh it was the the one dude Shinobi two, uh, Yeyan Ruhuyan? He was the Mad Dog from guy the raid. in the raid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other guys from the raid too, but I don't actually remember who he was. But uh, those two guys are awesome, and that's a great scene. And I like that they don't they live right. So he says, "Be yeah. seeing you to them in yeah. Indonesian." Yeah, and, uh, I, and then I, you got to hope like they're gonna show up again, right? <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like I feel like so much of this movie is like that bridge of like world building. Like to the next thing, like I could totally see them coming back and obviously being on his side against the high that'd be, table. That'd be cool. Or they just they owe him and yeah. they let him just like pass, right? Like well, everything about John Wick is just building up to this point where he is the absolute ultimate, you know, I don't know, well, badass motherfucker. Well, because in the whole thing, the whole series. You believe that he doesn't actually want to kill anyone. Yeah. Like, he he never wants to kill anyone. No, no. Yeah, exactly. It's, he has to kill them yeah. because they're going to kill him. <laughs> right. Right? That's why you see he he actually lets people live. Yeah, if, if he can. Then if he, he can. Yeah. Right? Uh, or he just shoots them in the face. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, Baba Yaga. Was it Baba Yaga? Yeah, Baba Yaga. That, that, they want to kill people. John Wick just wants to remember his wife and his dog. And his dog. Um, he gets it. Uh, not only does he uh, team up with Lance Reddick. Yeah. And we finally, he finally is. Finally. And Lan- oh, fuck getting into the action. <laughs> and as like longtime Lance Reddick fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you and I, Dustin, James. James? The, the Wire? You're a Reddick man? <laughs> Um, I have uh, yeah, big fans. Lieutenant so, Daniels, yeah, <laughs> but it, that's awesome. But it's it's like he has to 
have a new style of fighting these guys yeah well so these guys are more heavily armored right so you see all these rounds just like bouncing off these dudes yeah and he's got his normal handguns that he always uses and they're not working so he's got to like get in close and like find gaps I'm, in the armor like i like how he's like and, opening the visor and yeah, shooting yeah. him in the face <laughs> yeah. That's cool stuff. Yeah. So he keeps, like, St- Chad Stahelski keeps finding ways to, like, up the ante, which is awesome. So yeah. I appreciate all that stuff. The fight with the Cascus is awesome at the end. Uh, I love how he's got the sword through him at the end. And he's just like, good fight, John. Yeah. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> he's oh, just like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of wish that won't. fight was a little longer, though. Yeah. I think at that point we've had so much and like there's it's kind of uninterrupted with the armor guys and then the it's, two Indonesian guys and It's then, true, but it's it's building up to him fighting him. Yeah. And I feel like there wasn't enough. There there was this whole like you know the mirrored room where like hey, I'm over here, no, I'm over here kind of thing. Right. I mean, the sets, that's the other thing. They always have pimpin' sets on these fucking movies and, yeah. and locations and stuff. Pimpin', and apparently huh? they made, they spent like $4 million to make that glass structure. I read that on IMDb. Really? I don't fucking believe it. You, why don't you believe it? $4 million? It looks crazy. What's the budget on this it's movie? It's a multi-level, I don't know. Did they have to have that, though? No, but it looks fucking cool. I just don't believe it. <laughs> they could have... $55 million. Four million of it went to that one thing. Like it's a huge centerpiece that they use for like the last two fights eighth, of the an movie. An eighth of this movie went to that one. I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe. I mean, okay, was. so after that fight scene, he ends up going out to what do they call the meeting that they're having? A parlay. A parlay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on the roof. Parlay. On the roof a, of the continent. On the roof. Yeah. Fucking one of the greatest words ever. Okay. I love when they use that word in the movie. <laughs> Okay, so they come to an agreement. The adjudicator and, and Winston. Yeah. yeah. So does Winston actually... This is what I don't understand. Uh, does Winston actually shoot John Wick thinking, okay, he's going to survive, or shoot him in, oh, I got to do what I got to do? Um, I think he knows that he's going to survive. I mean... I mean, of course, in real life, he couldn't know that. But in this movie, I think he knows. He, uh, he doesn't shoot him in the head. He shoots no, him in he the shoots, suit, which yeah. he knows is like an armored suit. And you kind of know that because it's been. Yeah, in the second movie. You don't know he's wearing an armored suit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, he gets in. Like, we see it in the second movie that he wears those, right? You know it in this one because yeah, Halle Berry shoots him. He's not wearing. Yeah. So I think he's not wearing his regular suit. I think he's wearing a suit from one of the... I think he's wearing... Um, what's the word? Armor from one of the, the the people who attacked the building. Oh, maybe. So I don't see why it would not just be his suit that we know is bulletproof. So the reason I think that is because they... Multiple times... So there's the, the point where... Um, yeah, they say things have changed since the last... Since you left the game, pretty much. Like, they... They draw attention to the armor, and then they go back into the vault, and they say, things have changed, eh? Like, and they go with the shotguns. I just took that to mean so that the audience understood that they needed more powerful weapons to kill these guys. and I think that part of that also was the idea that there's a gap between when you see him fight Dacascus 
and coming to the no you could be right where yeah. I think that you see hit where he puts the armor on I think it was part of the plan where they he puts it on and then that's part of the reason why he also survives the fall, the fall. Yeah. where he puts the armor on because there's this weird thing where like the um there's this movie is not shy about showing like blood spray mm-hmm. when people get shot and there's no spray when the when he gets shot yeah but it, i just again I, I mean you could be right you totally could be right and then maybe that'll be part of like why he like you say like why he survives the fall and stuff but it could also just be because he wears those bulletproof suits that we've seen in the, in through the movies. Yeah, I, think, I just assume the suit. The reason I don't think it's just the suit is because it would be too pedestrian an explanation. Like, right, and we know, no way, we know that he likes to keep upping things, so and, you, and, you could be right. And there's no way that, that the adjudicator would accept that. Like, the adjudicator would be like, well, obviously he's wearing that, like, an, a bulletproof suit from, like, five right. years ago. Right, like the only way that he would get away with it is, is is if he was wearing something else. Like I, I don't know if they're ever going to explain it, and a part of me doesn't want them to ever explain it. But I think in my mind, that's always going to be how he survived. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't feel like that's a thing that I that I need an explanation for. If he's John Wick, he survives like fucking everything. Right? I know, but I think it's kind of a cool th- idea though in my head where I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, no, it's it's that totally works for sure if if that's what he had done. I felt like I I had to go back and rewatch him falling off the building. Oh yeah, because when, he when he, all the stuff going, yeah, down. when he first fell off the building, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, there's no way anyone could survive that. <laughs> he's right? John Wick, man. But <laughs> then when I watched it again. You can see he falls. He hits first like a kind yeah, of a canvas and like, thing. And lightly then. slides. Then he like smokes his face on the railing. Is it his face or is... I thought it was his body that lands on the railing. But whatever. Whatever. He hits the railing. Yeah. And then he hits the hits ground. Hits the ground, yeah. So it's supposed to be like he kind of got stopped yeah, along the way. Right. Like if you fell from the top of a tree and hit the branches on the, on way, the way down. On the way down, yeah. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty fucked up at the yeah, end, yeah, yeah. right? Like, you definitely get the TikTok that. TikTok man brings him to uh, the Bowery King, and we know they're going to team up. Now, the one the one thing i got to take points away from this movie is that there's not enough Jason Manzoukas. Well, I'm well, saving that for I next... Want, I want some more. Nah, man. He's, they're saving that for next uh, next movie. I hope so. I hope he's going to have a bigger part. Well, he's obviously like the, like the, the lieutenant right hand. Yeah. Yeah. of Orms Fishburne. Like, he's... It's going to be exciting. The next movie is going to be exciting. I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. I really want my theory of like there being like a... Yeah. I don't see them averting from this but wouldn't right it be, now. Wouldn't it be so cool to see like actually John Wick like... Yeah. Who, who he was beforehand and why why he fell in love and like all that. I, I don't know. I kind of want that. Like this hard 80s. I'm not sure that the, um, the most of the audience wants to see the love story aspect. F- <laughs> fucking No, definitely not. I do. They're fucking idiots. I don't want to see the love story. I, I, I think the first one could be all the shit he does and then he found someone and then that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you have right. to have a little bit of that love story. No, like, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> a- anyways, <laughs> should we rate this thing? Yeah, we got to rate it. I got to get okay. the fuck out of here. So my reaction's a 7 overall, 7.2. And uh, my reaction's a 7, and my 7.6 is my score. 
And you guys are animals, and it's a 10 and a 9. 10. Holy shit. I love this movie. I think it was great. I had a great time with it. I've watched it a couple times now. I think it's well worth watching. I think it's the weakest of the three wicks. I think it's the second best. Close to first. Um, so, 7.9 overall. Yeah. So, this is tied for with quite a few. This is tied with The Terminator, uh, Total Recall, Mandy, Avengers, Infinity War. I put it ahead of Avengers Infinity War and behind the rest of those. Uh, Mandy, fucking great. Oh, Mandy is pretty awesome. <laughs> I gotta watch Mandy again. Oh, it's it's almost Halloween. I'm gonna watch Mandy again. Yeah. I don't know. Should it be behind Mandy? You gotta think back. How much did you fucking love Mandy? Mandy's pretty awesome, but I mean it's John Wick though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Um, I'm gonna say behind Total Recall, in front of Mandy. Wow, I'm kind of shocked. You loved Mandy when we reviewed. Mandy it. is awesome. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but well, so it doesn't matter what I say because it's gonna go ahead of them. So it goes behind Total Recall and ahead of Mandy. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. It's our new number. 17. 17. Right on. So, whose pick is it next? Well, now it's going to be yours, because this was a group pick. Damn it. (laughs) Didn't realize that. Pick Biodome. (laughs) Oh, shit. Thanksgiving. Is there a Thanksgiving action movie? So, no. Trains, planes, and autobots? I'm going to pick Chronicle. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a weirdo. All right. Yeah. Say it. Say the thing. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes and all that shit. Uh, tell somebody to like us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Guys, guys.